Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Talking About the Passion. I'm Thomas Irwin. For those of you listening for the first time, this is a podcast where I interview various independent musicians and feature their music. As for myself, I'm a singer-songwriter and producer who goes by Niagara Moon. You can look up more about my own music at niagaramoonmusic.com. My two guests this week are Sal and Shannon. They are a folk duo based here in Seattle by way of Nashville and Boston. They've just released their new album, Tennessee, which is now available on Spotify and iTunes. They also run a podcast called Music City Spotlight, where they record live performances of different musicians in their own living room and interview them. They were, in fact, a big influence in my starting this podcast, although I only share music that my guests have already recorded rather than record them myself. Anyway, they themselves are very talented musicians, so I was excited to have them on and play some of their tracks for you guys. After the interview, you'll hear a couple more tunes of theirs, but coming up first, we have their song, Wasting Time. So how did you guys meet? Uh, we met at our job in Boston. like Just at work. Yeah. 
A little over three years ago, almost. And what was that job? I can't say. Yeah, well, we're same ser- job. We're servers, though. Okay, it's so a restaurant. we were like waiters or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when did you start making music together? Pretty much right away. Um. Yeah. Nah, yeah well, we started actually, yeah. hanging out and with our friend Ryan and. Um, no, pretty much right away. That's what we. He hung was out. recording first, and I would just listen to it. I like being music. around the music and just playing piano a little bit. But then I started just kind of singing along to his songs and harmonies, and then it turned into. Sal telling me like yeah write some more like write some more for this song and that and first I was like your songs suck ah just kidding well and yeah then, my oh, no, songs did suck back then oh no they didn't <laughs> suck I have a lot of bad songs that song Wasting Time that you were gonna ask about yeah that's like the 10th song I wrote and I used to think it was a bad song I just never forgot it I guess it must have must have not been that bad no I, I dig it they say the say the good ones you remember right so Shannon what's your musical background um, well, I started playing when I was like eight years old. I just played on the piano. Like my sisters had taken lessons. Yeah. Um, but then my parents were like, "Well, you have to take lessons too." So I took classical for it was a little over ten years, up till college, and then I just kind of um, discovered music again at my school. Like I went to school for um, fine art, but I found a piano in like one of the buildings, and I used to just go over there when I was stressed or like had too much work to do and I would sneak in the room and play piano so it's always kind of following classic me. story yeah well I switched Artists my are introspective I switched my major to uh, sound and like performance mm-hmm. from painting because of that so I guess I've just always been around music and uh, Sal when did you start getting into music when did you start playing dude I was thinking about this today I'm not trying to sound stupid or nothing but I swear I was thinking about this today, literally just hours ago. I was like, man, when did I start playing music? I was like, 14. Yeah, 14. Honestly, right around the same time I started smoking pot. So you think those two things have a connection then? No, not at all. No, no. I think that's just coincidence. Coincidence. For sure. I mean, at 14, you know, all these emotions. You want to pick up a guitar. You want. I was skateboarding. <clears throat> but you started when you were little, like playing music. No, 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 no. Like Wait, taking it seriously. Music, my dad gave me a guitar for my 14th birthday. So I was already interested, yeah. like around that time. I was already. I think. I think pot made me realize that, like, I'm definitely not gonna be a, like, <laughs> you know, doctor or nothing like that. Yeah, I always knew I was an artist. <laughs> since, yeah. Like, since I was really young. I was like, like well, yeah, now I get it. there's nothing else I really want to do. I just want to make things. Cool. I like having <laughs> fun, and I don't yeah. know. That's why I do music because it's fun, you know. Yeah, and so Shannon, you're from near me. You're from uh, what was it? West Springfield? West Springfield, yeah. Massachusetts. And Sal, what part of Texas are you from again? Laredo. Laredo. So how did you guys both end up in Boston then? Uh, I went to school. Both went school, to school. Yeah. yeah. Went you know, to yeah. Mass Art and he was at Berkeley. Oh, you were at Berkeley? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> how soon was it until you guys were uh, like performing in Boston? Uh, we didn't really perform in Boston. We just started. He I mean, performed I was busking. more. We bust one time. No, I was. I bust more than once. You bust with, with me you once. once. Yeah. yeah. So you did some street performing. Yeah. One time, dude, some guy came up to me and told me he'd give me thirty bucks if I stopped playing because it was that because I was sounding terrible. <laughs> did you stop playing? No, but in retrospect, I should have taken thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah, you just you take us thirty bucks, you stop playing, and wait for him to leave, and then you start over, right? Yeah, but at the time, you know, like in the moment, 
You don't think like that. In the heat no, of it that's all. a pretty insulting thing to say to somebody yeah. on the street. And I had just written that song and like, it really that week, that. and I was it was a good song. Too. I was like super. I haven't played the song since, but I thought I was into the song. In like, Nashville, we started playing more together. So you guys moved to Nashville from Boston together. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what what made you decide to go to Nashville in particular? We're musicians, and you can't get your foot in the door in LA without anything to show for. Yeah. I've heard that a lot of musicians, especially from Berkeley, would ju- that's just where you move either it's there. It's just the or place LA. to go. Well, yeah. also, it's the hot. I wasn't spot sure if I was music. gonna like if anyone was ever gonna get like my songs or anything. I was already starting to feel like that when we moved to Nashville. I just wanted to go somewhere where I knew that I was gonna be surrounded by musicians, which is true. There yeah. are very many amounts, and like everyone we worked with was a musician. I thought that it was gonna be a good time, and we were gonna be jamming, and you know, creative juices were gonna get going, but. Don't really but, find yourself yeah, not really. Time, it's we didn't just hang like, out with almost nobody, like two musicians, no. one. There Kevin. are a lot of great musicians out there. It's just the style, you know? And then we started the podcast. Well, they didn't want to jam and, also. They all just want yeah. to play their songs. But that's the cool thing about it because the podcast, when Saul started it, inviting people over, yeah. um, that's when we got to meet the musicians and hang oh, out. That's and, why I started the podcast at yeah. first. I was like, it was just. It was an excuse to just start like making music because I found it so hard to m- meet with people and make projects. No one ever wants to finish a project or make a project. So I said, come over. I'll record you for free. Ah. Something for you. Yeah. So yeah. you came up with the idea on your just own. To, just, just to the be, idea of getting in touch with musicians just through offering them. Just because I wanted recording. to hang out with musicians yeah. and play and actually do what I was supposed to be doing in Nashville. I, it, was like, it was like March and I almost had done nothing but write songs on my own. Well, that was a very smart idea, I'd say. We're desperate. And eventually uh. <laughs> we got to like One and the same. booking people months ahead. It was it was pretty intense. But you like, can't do it that way because musicians are flakes. I think that Nashville was good because I never practiced singing that much. But being around all the music and everyone, like every week, it helped push me to, to sing better. So yeah. I think that here we're better at performing than ever like we were well, it's just practice and busking yeah it's helps a lot too. of practice yeah. it was basically a whole year of practice for me personally wow. but she, yeah so she was like really picking up on voice and how to write songs how to write and like I mean I was still writing songs and she said she every, every new song that I would write was an opportunity for her to make backup songs for it you know so do you guys write the songs together or no. it's just sometimes. sometimes Colorado was together we wrote that one. So the song Colorado, you guys... We try. Like, uh, one of you wrote words and the other no, wrote pretty the music? Much like or how does it... the, one, the version that's online, I pretty much did that. Well, it's he comes up with the words a lot and the melodies, but sometimes I can come up with, like, the chorus melody. Oh, um, okay. So I can hear Do that, you? but the... Yeah, the choruses I can come up with, but... Lyrics are not easy. <laughs> Most we don't write songs together, Shane. We did the Colorado one. one we did song. a couple. Did, no, like a couple we, times, and then we did like we used to. Remember? Oh uh, yeah, Nicole. we did do that one one time. That's true. That we, was her we wrote course. a few of them in okay. Nashville. But that wasn't like we were writing together. That was more like both of us. I'm always making music constantly, and she's always working on either painting we, or music. We worked on it together. Yeah, no, and then like if sometimes we'll be like, oh okay, let's put the. I have this bit of a good song. She has this bit. Well, Just putting the pieces together and making it a full. Recently, I'm seeing it more like as a band thing. But so, Shannon, you do uh, paintings as well. You do visual art. Uh, yeah, I'm taking a break right now. But uh, <laughs> to become a hip hop artist, she says. No. Are you thinking of ever doing like album covers and that sort of thing? Yeah, actually, I just started um, using Photoshop, and I never touched it in college because it freaked me out. But now that I have like my own projects to do and 
Definitely interested in making album covers. I've made a couple of single release covers cool. last year, and um, yeah, it's just usually I have to find something that motivates me to to yeah create. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're doing an album cover, find a find a particular artist that you want to do that art for, or uh, yeah. Have you guys released like? An official album yet? Yeah, it's is called Tennessee. Yes, that's on SoundCloud. Just, okay, we just signed up for Spotify. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. going up everywhere. Oh yeah, we forgot. It's going to be up in a couple that. days. Yeah. So you have a new album called Tennessee. Is that a full length album? How many? How many tracks? So there's 13 total tracks, cool. and then we labeled like four B side tracks. So they're not like the. But best no one's going to buy it, dude. Realistically, <laughs> like you gotta, go, you're gonna go on not Spotify. With that attitude. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nobody I think buy people it. Do. I, I pay. <laughs> I pay ten dollars for Spotify a month just yeah, so I can but you hear don't buy all the music I want. Exactly. So why would anyone buy it? And like we, now with the Wi-Fi being so good there, and the internet, I don't, it's not about the money for no, me. No, not for me either. I'm just saying no one's gonna buy it. <laughs> Speaking of which, though, so the music you've made up until now, I noticed you did kind of an interesting thing where you have all your songs on a thumb drive. Yeah. yeah. Along with like uh, a ton of pictures songs, of you guys, songs, and, pictures, mm. videos. Yeah. Songs so it's that, all on that one yeah, little yeah. thumb drive. Yeah. Uh, where did you get the idea to, to share your music that way in particular rather than CDs? Oh, or? dude, you just reminded me. I got to buy your CD. No, I'm serious. Hey, I want to buy your dude, CD. He... Sorry, I have ADD or something. I'm yeah, I don't smoke pot. for real. I can't concentrate. He just asked you about the flash drive. Yeah, the flash drive. Uh, what's the question? Sal, this okay, is like Sal school. had the idea for the flash drive. Um, in like last year, he was saying he wanted to just sell flash drives because they have more space. You can add okay. whatever content oh, yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. You got videos, songs, pictures. So the songs that you gave me on your thumb drive are those also songs that are on the Tennessee album? Um, All the Tennessees on I there. Think yeah, so. and there's a few that aren't. I on labeled the Tennessee it Tennessee album. now. Like if the new flash drives, you, the first thing you see is the folder says Tennessee. We we chose oh, specific ones for the Spotify album, like the ones that we liked the most. Cool. There were maybe five that we didn't put on there, but you know, funny enough, all those songs. Yeah, this is how I picked them out. I literally grabbed my flash drive, my hard drive from from the one I was using all year in Nashville, mm-hmm. and I just went through it and picked out. I was like, oh, this song's good. Nah, this one's not so good. Ah, this one could be a B side. Just went and just dragged them all. Like there was no. Rhyme or re- reason for it, like yeah, I just, there, I think there was. Other than just to have a record out, hmm. you know, like I just, I was just like this song, this song. Like when I was making them, I had no intention of putting together a record. Interesting. So it just kind of happened by itself. I'm gonna keep making songs, you know. So you guys record all of your songs yourself? Uh, yeah. In your living room, and that one was those were all recorded in Tennessee. We had a little, we had an extra bedroom and we just turned that into a whole studio. That's sweet. It had a soundproofing on the walls and all the instruments hanging it up. Wow. Sweet. It looked legit. Pictures? It was. I've not seen pictures. Dude, it was so sweet. You I'll show seen, you a picture. I had all my after. instruments lined up on the wall. It was just so sweet. Everything was sweet there. Like a lot of music, musical things, it aspects. It was really quiet. Our house was we sweet. were in a duplex. So had a backyard. our neighbors were like our age and they always had bonfires outside too, like next they had to a didger, us. They so, didgeridoo. What's Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. And they were always going, they used to call it, they were going tribal. Didger- oh, yeah. They'd be in yeah. the back doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was all yeah, right. We, record, we had some good times. We still record in our living room now and it's really quiet. It's a good space. 
there's probably hundreds of recording studios in Nashville, but you guys were like, we have this extra room. We were doing it better. You never thought for a second, oh, we're going to hire somebody. You just no way. DIY all the, the way. The first right? week that we were there, there was someone at my job that came up to me and was like, hey, if you ever need some recording done, here's my car. And they charge, they, I swear, they charge like 300 or like 100 an hour. And I was yeah. like, it's I could ridiculous. do that myself and I'd do it better than you. No, no offense, or I don't mean to sound like a like a dick, but like I was just hearing so many bad recordings being made in Nashville, like a lot of bad stuff. There's a lot of good stuff, but a lot of it's just and a lot of good songwriters, but a lot of, like recording, like it's just gotten to the point where it's all just wicked processed yeah. and super auto tune. There's a formula. There's a little yeah. formula, and everything's like split, so nothing sounds like it was in the same room. You know what I mean? Like you you sing and then you play guitar on a separate track, like yeah. I didn't like that, and and so I got tired of people offering me that, and I, and I don't know. I just thought maybe why don't I do it for people? I don't know. Like, like I said, just to start. Recording, it's it sounds nice when you can play and sing at the same time, and it's help, yeah. it helps you learn how to practice it better and be better as a performer. Yeah, you're not relying on overdubs. Yeah, because you I can you that. can record that way. You can do every separate track and do it like that, but it I just doesn't think, sound as I'll, I don't know. I would think oh, you guys sound great. Why aren't you just playing and singing? Why do you have to let the engineers tell you how to, how to do it? And they're not engineers, actually. They're like recording artists. Someone corrected me that through the podcast because I called yeah. him a uh, recording engineer. And he's like, we're not, uh, like, my day when I went to school, we used to build our mix consoles, make our microphones. We were actual engineers. That's a true engineer. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, I got tired of the, the quote-unquote engineers telling the, the good performers how to do it and then ruining the performances. Yeah. So we went to the store and we just got like a little credit thing and bought a bunch of equipment for the studio and just decked it out in there. And people would come over and, and people were asking us to be on the podcast. Like it was pretty crazy. Like, So did you guys learn about recording before that at all? Like at Berkeley or so you'd had some experience before that? Well, honestly, dude, most of the learning I think I did in Nashville just by practicing. Yeah. Like by putting your hands on, like it's the best way to do it. I learned from him Figure it out. recording people, but I also learned in school. Like we had a sound studio in my school, so I kind of had some um, experience with mics and setting up. But as far as live recording, I think I've just followed what you've done and <laughs> tried to record more. And we've done the Facebook Live too lately, so trying to get all of our video space onto there. Use the platforms that are free, like yeah. SoundCloud. <laughs> Cool. Everybody knows that. Shannon. No, but we want to make our own app soon. You want to make your own app? Yeah, yeah. that's the next move. So tell me more about that. It's glitchy. Because, yeah, SoundCloud, look, I appreciate SoundCloud because yes. before them, there wasn't a platform like that. Like, I love it's like YouTube for music. <clears throat> app doesn't work so great, though. It's mm. glitchy. It's just, you can't really, it just doesn't Searching work for the, us. Yeah, it closes out a lot. It's just, it's kind we of We have too many tracks. We got, like, so, what's the app that you guys are coming up with? Uh, we haven't made it up yet. Do you have a name? Well, Music City Spotlight, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. MCS app or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we want to have it kind of organized where you can just go on see the albums, podcast, see the songs, podcast releases. if you want to hear the podcast, and then if you just want to hear tracks from the podcast, we can like just a better flowing platform yeah. for all that content that we're creating. And, and that that way you won't you'll get notifications if you have the app on your phone. Like we added a new playlist or we added a track, kind of like Twitter does when you get. Yeah. If someone likes a tweet, I'll get a text message for it. So we get we're getting say like eighty to hundred different people 
a week going through our SoundCloud, right? And we yeah. have like the stats and all that. <clears throat> and that tells us and where they are. Most of them are here in Washington. Well, actually, no, they're all over the place. But I have this idea. So if you want, and, and like, so we need to make money somehow to pay for that app or something like that. So I was thinking we could use our site to sponsor. No, we would be sponsored by, say, a certain band. And like mm-hmm. where it says Music City Spotlight, or instead of it saying like like the Facebook page in big letters, it'll just say like sponsored by this band. And okay. then have like a link to their site. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they pay us like 10 bucks a month. So we'll be promoting like their band <clears throat> at the top of our page. They would be sponsoring us basically. Or their small business. Or small and business. And they'll be paying us money per month to like do Like a local that, business. If they want. Hmm. Yeah. And we could have like three different spots, you know, like two tens, three fives, you know, one, a couple on the, one on the Facebook and like three on or three or four on the SoundCloud, and then eventually we can the get app. the money to pay for our own app. And wow, the thing for an app, you, have you guys to are very, you're thinking very creatively about this. You're really trying to take a new approach. I'm trying to change the music industry, and I think I am doing that. I've said that from the beginning. I was like, this is better than a record label. Music City Spotlight is exactly what a record label does with all the shitty contracts and all the all the mistreating of people and their work. So you have no intention of ever trying to get signed to a label? Me? Then, yeah, you oh, guys. Oh, I don't need to. Why? Yeah. I can record myself. So that's definitely not anything you're thinking about. No. I don't know about label, but we were talking the other day about maybe performing for Hempfest or just performing more. You don't need a label for that, Shannon. No, I'm not talking about labels, but I mean, as far as performing places. What's Hempfest? Hempfest? Um, what? <laughs> you don't know Hempfest? Yeah, it's a, it's a big weed festival. It's a, a lot big of people weed play. festival, but I think Music, they, it's arts. in downtown Seattle. In oh, downtown Seattle. Maybe, is it April or August or something? August. But I think it would be just fun to like play for a larger audience. Totally. Are you playing out much besides that right now? or I'm not really looking for them. I've been writing songs at home yeah. and recording them. but I enjoy it, but it's also like nerve-wracking and like... Performing isn't... Uh, it doesn't come naturally to me, really, like the mm-hmm. stage presence. But I know that I have to do it, and I want to do it. Yeah. It's just like before I get there, it's all the nerves, anxiety, all that. Uh, but it's hard to put on when a show, I'm on stage and I start singing, it, you just have to like push your head out of that feeling and just listen to the music, I guess. Yeah. Try to sing it. So um, you haven't performed live together very often, other than street performing. Yeah. Yeah, I, n- I noticed you said in the past uh, you don't really like open mics. No, do you have to listen to a bunch of bad songs and then you get you play two songs and the only people hearing your songs are the songwriters. So you, uh, the open mics you've gone to, you haven't heard a lot of people that you've been very impressed by? Oh, I haven't gone to any here. Uh, uh, we you haven't been to any in Seattle, but in Nashville. No, we went to one here. We went to like one in, or two in Nashville too. I didn't do it there either. Oh, huh. Yeah, no, I mean, it's something. We tried it's just to go to thing. Bluebird Cafe, but the line was way too long. Yeah, one long. time we tried Bluebird. We couldn't get in the door. <laughs> I was like, if we're going to perform open mic somewhere, then at least somewhere where people are going to hear us that aren't just musicians. Yeah. And, but the Bluebird, yeah. You have, so you have, to, you have to call in at a certain time, and you have like a 10-minute time slot before other times get get taken up. And then you have to go, in, and then you're not even guaranteed. And then you have to go in your waiting line. But for like three hours online now too though like you can get your music out by just being on the internet but performing should yeah. be important somehow has to be the right place all right well switching up the topic a little bit you guys are very into country music right now I take it old old school country, country. 
you like real country. So what 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 is uh, real country to you? Real country was around when blues musicians and black musicians were meeting up with white like folk musicians. Okay. And that kind of made country. Like Woody Guthrie? Yeah, Woody Guthrie. Hanging out. He's just a folk musician traveling. So uh is that the music that most influences you guys when or you're like making your songs? Folk, like, kind of like folk music, too. Folk music? It's mm-hmm. now turning a little bit to country-ish, but no. yeah, it's mostly folk, though. Shane, you can speak for your music. I, well, I've been listening to a ton of Tupac lately, like a ton. Like, that's all I listen to, and I've been practicing style? it. Exactly. Well, he's asking what influences you. So Tupac Shakur. Oh, influences. Yeah. Right huge yeah. influence in me right now. Like, so what, what about his music? His storytelling? <clears throat> Not just the 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 articulate nature of his poems, but the the realness of it and and his performance in fan, is fantastic. Is uh, the the really the the rhythm to what he sings is it's masterpiece. Like it's amazing. Then if you listen back to the flow of a whole of a whole uh, not a whole song, but like like say a whole verse or yeah, especially a verse, it's. Mind blowing. It's just intense. It's like, so he can good. make you have so many different emotions just through one song. Have you ever heard Thug's Mansion? I'm not sure I've ever heard any Tupac. I've heard uh, Notorious B.I.G. a little bit, but no, you're you're a Tupac man. Oh, dude, like uh, no, like this is like brilliance, and this is like the voice of God if there is one. Like, <laughs> like he was like this, you know, like when when a, you know what a muse is. Amuse, yeah, right. And then they, 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 the Greek god for 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 music comes down and amuses you and gives you music. Okay. So he was somebody in in like direct relation with some sort of muse or something. So he was channeling something bigger than. He's oh, yeah. kind of. He seems like a prophet in some a ways. Prophet. A I don't know about prophet. that. Musical prophet. Musical prophet. That's that. Yes. No, but really. Oh, that though. yes. That he he's like I, I want to say he's one of the best songwriters of the nineties if not the best, or one that I idolize wow. the most. I guess this doesn't mean, though, that in the future you'll... Do hip-hop? Yeah. Oh, I would always work on hip-hop. I mean, I've done like I've done hip-hop before, and like I'll work with other people and other performers. Yeah. I might do it in the future. I'll do whatever, whatever amuses me. <laughs> but for the moment, I mean, when you guys perform, it's... Sal, you're, doing, you're playing the acoustic guitar... And singing and just so I get a band going, and then somebody else like you know like I just want good performers like something about a band I think that has to it has to it has to be super organic so so that it's actually a band like a group of people that just right. really function together Absolutely. and as soon as that that's dispersed it just doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. so as soon as like I pick up like like right now it's just her and I just because it's no, no reason to it. well we want to get our friend from Nashville he's a really great drummer I we're thinking play of mandolin, getting him actually. in the band. Or mandolin. And we were thinking about, yeah, that's how I see it. Like, I'm not just going to like, oh, I want to come, person me. I know a lot of people do it that way, and that's probably the best, easiest way to do it. But I I can't be like, oh, you want to come play this on, you know, for me or, I don't know. But maybe eventually we want to get, I think it would be cool to have a Music City Spotlight bus. Yeah. So we could just travel around. Travel around in your own tour bus? Record whoever, yeah, whoever we want and just... Yeah, go, yeah. Go, go just wherever. record all those record all the people see like now it's turned into something where like I feel like I'm doing this because I'm trying to help musicians like and a lot of people have really good like I really care about songs and a lot of people have really good songs yeah 
they either forget them or they don't record them or you know they're not they just wrote a lot of people write they songs they don't know how to record it well so you're looking for the musicians that uh they're more just more natural honest they're wrapped up in their own creative process and they're not uh, I'm trying to help them they don't have their own websites and that sort of or thing or their own tangible recordings yeah. yeah i'm trying to help them yeah wow that sounds like very interesting work that you do it is work thank you sir like i have a job but that's my work yeah that song too cold for it what would you say that's about um that it's was like in boston yeah 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 it means cherish certain precious memories and when we were in boston Chan and i were living together there's a pond uh, reflection pool as they call it and over the winter it, they drain it or it be right right after it freezes up a little bit and uh so when it gets too cold for it you know and, the, and Chan and i used to sit next to it all the time mm-hmm. so i thought you know i started dating shannon and nothing lasts forever if you know anyways so at some point nothing lasts forever you know so that was that song so there's a place i i can go, go back to when it gets when the season gets too cold for it like there's a place like we have cherished memories of us there and no matter what happens i'll always have that wow that's what that <laughs> song is about you go a lot deeper than i do well that's why i don't <laughs> like like necessarily talking about my songs like i said and it's like that song i remember when i wrote it like it just kind of was you know, pretty, pretty, you write them pretty quick sometimes. And then some of them you kind of carve at them. Yeah. No, there's definitely, I have songs where I conceived of the thing and just got it out. Um, most, if not all of the melody and words and structure, it just all came out very quickly. And then there's other songs where I come up with a little bit of an idea and it sits there for six months. And I have another seemingly unrelated idea, but I find a way to combine the two and then I have half of a song that way. And then six months later, I finally have the third idea, say, uh, the chorus for these other two ideas that become the verse and the bridge or whatever. I can. Sometimes it's kind of a calculated thing that happens over the course of a year or two. Sometimes it's very spontaneous. But uh, more often your songs are more kind of, they, they come together very quickly, would you say? Lately. But no, I, I mean, I... I think you I, write pretty fast, though. Lately, I've written, a, I've written a bunch of songs, and I wrote, like, I must have written at least 100 bad songs, like... Hey, me too. I think my first yeah, year or so. Bad songs. So, like, <laughs> like no, I've definitely, I've, I've, like, carved at it. I've worked at it. No, I mean, I've worked at music. Like, unlike her, I don't have perfect pitch, right? But you, I still work. And I don't have a though. good, I don't have a good voice, like, a good natural oh, voice. I think you have a very good singing voice. So, I've had to work so hard on everything else, you know, what's the word with the C, uh compensate you've had to compensate for my lack of like good voice and good ear or just like you have i've worked really hard on understanding music you know i mm. think he's just very like artists are more critical of ourselves than yeah. other people are it helps you try harder i guess yeah kind of pushes you i mean like i'm pretty good at harmony and i could write music and compose i could write for a bunch of different instruments things like that that you kind of like have to like really really like be studious about yeah i've done all that too and so i think that now i can write fast because the practice skills and skills, like writing yeah. skills writing it's writing it's practice you have to practice it's like playing your instrument you get better the more you do it i think just hearing musicians come over that all too, the time helps. and hearing good songs and like thinking about why i really like that song and why it's good that's inspiration and then too yeah. it helps me write better hmm that song, Every Day, what would you say that's about? Mm, 
being a waiter and and being the struggle of that stressed that like sometimes it's hard to feed yourself and pay your rent and uh and then in Nashville being a waiter wasn't very fun cuz yeah. for different reasons mm. they don't you don't get treated so well down there no no <laughs> so i just didn't i was like I'm That's just a fed big up. reason why we left. It's just a little relief yeah. I need it. But I think at this point it it was for the better because I like it here way more. <laughs> so what do you like most about Seattle living here now? Dude, the people are awesome. Uh, yeah, people are really great. nice. I'm people. learning how to drive love here. I love the people. Uh, I love yeah, the people. Generally. I'm not a criminal anymore. Yeah, people aren't as picky here about things. They they don't complain that much. I, I like the it's people. It's nice. Like. I think it's the nature everywhere. Doesn't feel like it gets people. Doesn't feel like home to me. Like better moods. I would go to like Boston again, but I don't know. If I like it here, I'm, I'm gonna enjoy it while I'm here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like musicians. Like if you're actually trying to pursue it, you can. I mean, it helps to have like a home base, but I don't know because honestly, I feel like a lot of what helped us was having moved every single just year. Just being free with it and not pinning yourself to a place well, because get, of their music origins. I get people like, listening from Boston, listening from Nashville, listening from Texas, Mexico, because yeah. of the traveling. And I have them on my Facebook, and then you go and like just traveling, dude, has helped a lot. So I don't, we don't have a home base really, right? It's called Music City Spotlight, I guess, but we don't live there. It's not permanent. Hmm. All right, well, thanks so much for doing this with me today. Thanks, man. Fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. That's it. All done with the second episode. Sorry if the sound of someone cooking in the background started to creep in towards the end. I'm still figuring this microphone deal out. But yeah, always fun talking with those two, and they have a ton of great songs. If you like this episode of Talking About the Passion and want to support the podcast in any way, please write a review on iTunes and subscribe. Also, if you have any suggestions, questions, or anything else for me about the podcast, you can email tatppodcast at gmail.com. Coming up now, we have the Sal and Shannon song, Every Day, followed by Too Cold For It. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week.
call my name softly, call it when you want. Make our home lovely, make it what you want. There's a place I will go and a song I will sing when you are gone. Well, the flowing of the water ends when the season gets too cold for it. Take my hand, honey, take it when you want. Take my whole money so I ain't got none. There's a place I'll go and a song I will sing when you are gone. When the flowing of the water ends, when the season gets to come for it. Take my home, honey. Take it when you want. Take our home, honey. Though I ain't want none. There's a place I will go and a song I'll sing when you are gone. When the flowing of the water ends, when the season gets to come for it. Where the flowing of the water ends, when the season gets to come for it.